Talk with Ben Tompkins. Hi, we're rolling on a hump day. Happy hump day. This is Real Talk. I'm Ben Tompkins. We are presented by nobody currently, but these are the mixtape days. We're grinding, and I hope you guys are having a good week. This is Uber Stories Chicago, and this breaks my heart to have to tell you guys this. (laughs) It really breaks my heart to have to break this news to you, but I don't have any stories from Uber Stories Chicago. I have no Uber Stories. I have stories, but I don't have Uber Stories. And the long story short is... You tell me if this makes sense. This makes no sense to me. And, you know, when I got down to Atlanta, the very first time that I ever tried to go and do another city, I got down there and I realized that Uber has driving regions, which I never knew that. It's not posted on their website. It doesn't seem like something that would be a thing. It's just like, if I'm approved in this state, shouldn't I be approved everywhere else? Okay. And when I got down there, I realized, wow, I can't do any rides. This is a disaster. And I was like, how am I going to meet people? And, how? and so I, I kind of found some creative ways to go get out in front of people. And Atlanta was great because it taught me a lot of things about the things that I would want to do should I get to another city and then be able to drive and be able to partner with local businesses and meet people out when they're walking and it's a bustling, hustling city. And all that stuff was great. And then I went to Nashville. Nashville was amazing. Got to drive all week. Again, learned a lot of things about what I would do differently moving forward. And so then I get to my third city that's on my list, Chicago. Love Chicago. Great city. Have always loved visiting there. Grew up a Chicago Bears fan. And I'm like, you know, this is really going to be great because now I've done a couple of these. I've got a few of these under my belt. I'm staying in this hotel. I'm going to have this nicer experience And everything's going to go great. And I get up there and, God, it was so frustrating, man. I had this great week planned out. Get up there on a Tuesday. And the next day, Wednesday, I try to go online. And I'm only receiving delivery requests, which is what happened in Atlanta. And (laughs) none of this shit makes sense. I mean, seriously, this could not be more fucked up. Okay, and I'm going to walk you through exactly why it's fucked up. One, (laughs) no one ever, ever bothered with Uber. Any of the reps that I spoke with, probably four of them. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. Probably four times I confirmed this. Hey, can you please tell me what the states are that are within my region? Because Atlanta, I got down there, they said, well, Georgia is not within your region, sir. Your region includes Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Tennessee, and Kentucky. Any of those states you can drive in. I'm like, oh, man, what a way to learn the hard way. Still found a way to make the week great, okay? (laughs) In the time between then and now, I had confirmed that because my biggest thing is like the anxiety of getting to this city and having this happen again. So when I got down to Nashville and I was able to see that I was able to take UberX requests, I was like, whew, thank God, all right? Because I don't know, you just get a little bit like anxious and I'm like, oh God, it's going to fucking bomb and it's going to be a disaster. And so I, I, I had spoken with at least four or five different people, different reps with Uber at you know, intermittent periods of time in the last three months. 
who all said, yes, sir, these are the states that you can drive in. And not a single one of those people ever bothered to specify and say, sir, you technically can drive in any of those five states, but it's important that we point out to you and make you aware of the fact that there are only certain cities in Illinois that you can drive in, which are (laughs) Carbondale, Champaign, and Quad Cities. Chicago is not an approved city. So I got up to Chicago, and I got my car washed, and I got the week rolling, and I was only able to do deliveries, like Uber Eats, which I've I've talked about before, Uber Eats does me no good because I need people, I need stories, I need exchanges, I need laughs, I need personalities, I need opinions, and, (laughs) you know, a bowl of chicken parm sitting in the front seat is going to give me none of those things, okay? So I'm like, all right, well, now I, I have no shot at content, you know, from writers, like the whole reason that I came up here, and... I can still get content, and I still did, and I'll get to some of that stuff because I still met some really great people, still got to do some really cool things while I was up there, but I wasn't able to do the thing that I came there to do, and I tried the Uber Eats thing, and let me tell you something, my friends, sometimes (laughs) there's an old saying in life, the juice is worth the squeeze, and sometimes the juice isn't worth the squeeze, and I tell you what, man, I went on, and I was heartbroken that I couldn't do any UberX requests. I tried, I was like, well, listen, I need the money, okay? So if nothing else, I need to be able to drive and make some money. So I went on one delivery and it took about 30 to 35 minutes round trip, picking the food up, taking it to the person, finding where they live. Took about 35 minutes and I got $3 and they didn't even tip. So I was like, wow, okay, this is not even worth the time at this point because, um, you know, I had filled up gas when I got up there and it was 80 bucks. I mean, gas in, in, in Chicago is expensive. So I'm like, dude, it doesn't even, I'm not even going to be able to make enough money doing this just to buy my tanks of gas. Like this, the, the juice just isn't worth the squeeze. It was actually $2.69. Nice, right? But it was, it was, I mean, real talk, it was that much money that I got for one delivery and it took 30 minutes. So I'm like, this is just not worth it. What am I going to make? Six, six bucks an hour, you know, when I'm used to making closer to 15 to 20 bucks an hour uh, with people, you know? So I'm like, this, Okay, so now I, I, I don't have content, you know, and I don't have the ability to make money. So long story short, I ended up cutting the trip short. I was supposed to be up there from Tuesday to Sunday. I'm supposed to be meeting people and, 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 and getting the stories of Chicago and from people all over the world that had moved to Chicago. And it was going to be great. And then it wasn't. And I was stuck being traumatized in the same situation that I was in in Atlanta where I was like, man, this is a disaster. And even the the situation that I was in a week prior, speaking about on the birthday special, like, hey, I'm doing this thing. I'm really excited about it. I've been talking about it for a long time. And then you get to the thing and it just fucking blows up in your face. And I'm just like, fuck, man. <sighs> what are you going to do? You know, what, what are you going to do? So uh, I ended up cutting the trip a couple days short because I just... At some point, 
I, I looked at the things that I had planned out for the week, and most of the things that I was doing outside of what was supposed to be my scheduled driving hours that I had set for the week were collaborations with businesses that really give me an authentic Chicago experience. And as of Friday, my collabs, that was kind of like the, the furthest that I had anything scheduled out. So Saturday and Sunday were totally up for grabs. And at that point, I'm looking at it going, you know what? What's the point in staying here? I mean, seriously, what is the, what's the point? I, I, don't, I, I just can't get there mentally because I've done all the things that I wanted to do with these gyms and these restaurants that we're going to talk about here in a minute. But I've done all that stuff. That was amazing. Okay. But now I don't have anything planned for the weekend. And what was supposed to be planned, I can't do. I can't drive. I can't make any money. So why am I going to sit here and what am I going to do? Um, you know, I, I guess I could walk around the city, but I, at, at that point, you know, I had been there since Tuesday and now it's Friday and I'm like, well, I've kind of done a lot of the stuff that I would want to do had I never been here before. You know, walking around Navy Pier, walking around the water, going to see, uh, you know, different monuments within the city, the, the bean, like I got to do all that stuff. And it wasn't my first time up in Chicago, so I'm like, all right, well, you know, look, I had a great few days. What am I really going to do if I stay here this weekend besides spend more money and have to fill up my tank again up here where it's going to be really expensive? And I needed the money. Like, I, I needed the money. And so as much as it sucked, I made a very mature and grown-up decision. I, I feel that it was a mature and grown-up decision to forego staying in Chicago those last two days and probably having some fun, but but spending money and um, spending money that I probably didn't have or, or that was accounted for for other things. And I decided to drive back home on Friday night so that I could be in Louisville and drive on Saturday and Sunday and make money for this upcoming trip that I'm about to that, that I'm already actually on um, at the time of this coming out. So, you know, yeah, that, that sucked, you know? That, that wasn't great. Not great, Bob, but I needed to make some money and I just decided, you know what? I mean, if I'm really being realistic about this thing, what's going to serve me best in the long run? Staying here and what? Maybe going back down to the city another day, but probably laying in my bed in this hotel room pretty bummed out and binge-watching some TV shows and probably eating some junk food. Or I go back to Louisville cut my losses, say, you know what, I had a great few days, this was amazing, really enjoyed the things that I got to do, really feel lucky and privileged in the things that I got to do, but I need to come back and make some money and get some stories so that Uber Stories Part 31, when that drops, will be amazing, spectacular, and that's what I did. So, yeah, man, uh, and I even, you know, look, it bums me out to have to tape this intro and, and... Admit that. Admitting defeat. I mean, nobody ever likes to do that. And not even that it's a really, like, look, in the grand scheme of things, is it an L? Yeah. But is it something that is, like, I don't know, is it really an L? No. I, I think it comes back to perspective because at some point I just said, okay, you know what? Look, that didn't work out the way that I'd hoped that it would. So what are we going to do about it, okay? Are we going to pout or... Are we still going to have a great fucking time while we're here? 
You know, am I still going to enjoy the things that I have planned out? Is it still going to be special, unique? Am I still going to get to meet some cool people, have some cool things happen? And also, you know, coming off of my birthday, I just thought, hey, you know, look, this turned into more of a vacation and just solo trip to Chicago than it did a work thing. I mean, outside of, I mean, I was working and it sounds kind of funny to people when it's like, oh, so wait, you're working, but you're really just showing up to a restaurant and eating and taking some videos and doing some stuff on social media. Like you call that work. It's like, yeah, you know, it is. Okay. You know, maybe you don't appreciate it. Okay. There's definitely harder working jobs. Um, you know, I, I, I get, I have it pretty easy in that sense. Right. But it is working, you know, it's entertaining. It's, uh, having to be on, it's having to be professional and it's, being somebody that a business would want to partner with. So it's all of these things. And it's, you know, it's being an extension of the business that I'm there with, right? It's being positive representation on social media and while I'm there. And it's like, hey, Beniti is a stand-up guy and we're proud to have him in our establishment. We're proud to have him endorsing us. And we were like this guy and we were happy to be a part of it. And pretty much everybody that I met along the way was happy to be a part of it and i hope that they came away from you know our interaction and me being there and that experience as being like any of the things that i just said they'd be like yeah i stand by that i like this fucking guy like thank you i swear probably a little bit too much but you know what i'm a good person okay it doesn't make me a bad person so um yeah man i just i can't believe that no one from uber ever bothered to specify and say hey man listen these cities are approved, but these ones are not. So you can do any city, not any state within this region, but you can do any city, or I guess strike that, reverse it. You can you can do these states, yes, technically you can, but it's only certain cities within them. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. Because you can say, okay, well, Benny T, that does make sense because... Different states have different laws. Well, that's fine. You're right, okay? Like in Kentucky, it's illegal to make a U-turn. But in big cities, that's a way that people do it. I mean, when I lived in California, U-turns were how you navigated traffic. And I don't know if uh, there are U-turns within any of these other states, but I, I just I acknowledge the fact that there are different driving laws and rules of the road in these different states. But that Still, are you telling me that the laws in Illinois, Tennessee, Ohio, Indiana, and Kentucky are all the same? No. Okay, so that doesn't make sense. Why then would it make sense that I would be able to take Uber Eats requests but not do Uber X requests? That doesn't make sense. You say, you know, the thing was, hey, in Chicago, if you're going to drive there, you have to approve or be approved with certain um an inspection and like kind of certain stuff to chicago okay but why would i be able to do the uber eats thing and not uber x which is people right that just doesn't really make any sense that's inconsistent that i can't wrap my head around what what makes one thing okay and the other one you have to do this special thing i just i don't know i don't understand that and it's just, you know, look, it's frustrating. I'm not going to sit here and bitch about it for much longer, but it's just, 
it's frustrating that nobody ever bothered to say, hey man, listen, you know, here's the deal. When any of these people could have, and my OCDS like really confirmed it and double confirmed it and triple confirmed it and thought that I was good to go and then got up there and had this thing happen, the same thing happen, and then had to come to the hard realization that I wasn't going to be able to take any requests for people and that just kind of killed the vibe a little bit, you know, not going to lie. That was a little bit tough to bounce back from. But again, I come back to the quote from Jerry Maguire and uh, his mentor in that movie, (laughs) the late, great Dickie Fox. And he says, um, roll with the punches. Tomorrow's another day. And so I just chose to have a positive (sighs) takeaway from it being that, hey, I really enjoyed myself getting to do the things that I did. And it was almost like a birthday getaway at that point, you know, if I've, I'm working, but if it's not going to be all work every single part of the day, at least I got to hang out and kind of celebrate what was my birthday just a few days before leaving, and that was cool too, but that's, um, yeah, man, that's the open. I want to transition here because outside of that, I really did enjoy getting to do the things that I got to do and meeting the people that I got to do. And so I want to talk about that for a minute because that that was a big part of what I, you know, my trip to Chicago, which was heading into it, I just thought, what are the things that make Chicago unique? There's a lot of them. And if I tried to sit here and list them all, we would probably go for hours and hours and hours because Chicago is an amazing city. But I thought, what are things that you think about when you think about Chicago? You know, what are some of them, right? Well, if you start to list them out, you're not going to get very far before you mention deep dish pizza. Deep dish pizza is something that is so unique to the city of Chicago that if you don't try deep dish pizza while you're there, what are you even doing? Did you really go to Chicago if you didn't have the deep dish pizza? And likewise, similarly, did you even go to Chicago if you didn't throw down a couple of Chicago dogs? The answer, my friends, is no. You didn't, because at that point, you didn't have the unique, real deal Chicago experience, and you got to have those two things if you're going to be in the city of Chicago. Now, there are many other things that you could do up in Chicago, but these two are like no-brainers. So I thought, I really want to be able to go and do that and collab with a couple different places that will give me that experience so that I can tell my riders about it and send them to that place, wherever it's going to be. And I can also give them their own segment on the podcast, the Uber Stories Chicago episode, and give them just some good press and uh, be a friend of the business, you know, endorse them positively, not only on the podcast, not only with the people that I know up in Chicago, and not only with my network through, you know, the podcast, but also on Google and on Yelp and on Facebook and giving them some gas, right? I'm all about that. So I reached out to a few places and I ended up landing on, for the pizza place, it was My Pie Pizza. And for the hot dogs and Chicago dogs and some Polish sausage, shout out Chris Farley, it was Devil Dogs. And then, you know, while I'm in these cities and I'm eating a lot of food that is amazing, tastes great, but might not be the uh, 
lowest calorie options. Okay, I think we can all acknowledge that probably, right? Everything in moderation, indulge every once in a while, and certainly these delicious meals were indulgences that I was happy to make. But also, if I'm eating out every night and I'm doing this kind of stuff, I need to be able to go to some gyms and stay fit, right? Burn the stuff off as well. And so I was able to go and hang out at uh, a place called Fit Results down in the heart of Chicago. And it was really a good gym. I got a great workout. I got to talk with their owner and their head trainer, one of their head trainers, one of their head coaches that took me through the workout. But I got this stuff set up and it was something that I've done now in a few different cities and continue to do as I move along and move forward and build upon. And it's great, you know, and I'm really grateful for these businesses to be open to it because I really had a great time. And um, my pie pizza was the first one that I did. And and actually, when I first got up to Chicago, um, sitting down with their owner, Rich, at my pie pizza was pretty much the first thing that I did. I mean, I went there before I even checked into my hotel room. So I got up there and we sit down And man, I tell you what, this guy knows more about pizza than Wikipedia. I shit you not. We sat down and he started spouting off information and facts about pizza and the history of pizza in Chicago and the history of pizza in general, um, its origins in Italy and the different kinds of pizza and, and just all these different styles of pizza and I'm telling you man this guy was an encyclopedia and I I was like hey there's I was taking notes at first but then I was like hey I need to record this because this is just way too much information and I'm just like being inundated with it and it was amazing because uh, I mean he, he literally could teach pizza tours and I, I can't remember for sure if he said that he did but I know that he absolutely could do because pizza tours are a thing in Chicago he might have said that he did that maybe at one point but I mean, I'm telling you what, I feel like I got a pizza tour sitting there at the picnic tables outside of My Pie Pizza in Bucktown. And I started recording, and at the end of the recording, you know, an hour had gone by where we had been sitting there, and I had just been basically giving an interview and doing an interview on pizza in Chicago, and it was amazing. I mean, it was awesome. And... I was like, wow, now I really cannot wait to get back and try this pizza tomorrow because he started talking about what makes them special. And I didn't know this before I sat down, but there actually are three different types of deep dish pizza that you think about. And the two most popular are the kind that he makes, which is dough, cheese, sauce. And then there's also a style of deep dish pizza that's really more of a calzone. And differentiates in that it's crust, cheese, crust, sauce. So there's two layers of crust. And that's why when you hear people talk about, oh, I can't do deep dish pizza. It's just so heavy and uh, it's just, just, you know, I would just want to go to sleep, right? It puts you in a food coma. This did not do that because it didn't have as much crust. They also do something with their crust that's very special and unique to them, which is the way that they cook it and prepare it, and the materials that they use, whereas a lot of times you'll get, uh, you know, like you hear Dave Portnoy do this barstool stuff where he does the pizza reviews and he talks about the flop, right? And deep dish pizza, a lot of times you get this crust that's really doughy, and if you try to pick it up, it just 
it it can't support you know what's the the base can't support what's on the top okay and you just get this flop this pizza stands up i mean you can literally pick it up and it, it's like picking up I don't know, maybe a piece of pie would be a bad example because a pie would crumble. But like you you get what I'm saying. Like you pick up the slice of pizza and it's just like you can hold it with one hand and just go bite after bite until all of a sudden you go, oh my God, I ate that whole thing. Now I want another. And I was really um it was a special experience because not only is it just it's awesome to sit down with somebody that has such a deep passion for what they do and Hearing about Rich and, and, and the Rich history, no pun intended, that pizza has served in his family. I mean, he's a fourth generation baker, right? And My Pie Pizza was actually the very first pizza location to take Chicago deep dish pizza outside of the city of Chicago. In 1971, they did that, okay? You want to talk about OG? My Pie Pizza in Bucktown is OG as it gets, okay? They were the first ones to do that. And at their height, they had about 22 franchise locations throughout the United States. And at some point, as most successful businesses and franchisee owners and and, and people who franchise out their business kind of run into, is that sometimes you start to get too busy and inundated with stuff that that takes you away from like why you really got into the business, right? The passion that you have walking into some place that's your own and building that and having those local locations. Well, when your whole day is eaten up with all these other things that are going on in these other locations, like that becomes pretty much the business is either putting out fires or being available to your franchisees or, you know, like my man said, your most successful locations end up giving you the most headaches. Like, they need you the most. And it just got to be too much. So, little by little, they started selling off different franchise locations. And now they're down to just one location in Bucktown. But what was cool was <laughs> I walked in and they've got outside seating only right now because Chicago got hit pretty hard with... um COVID restrictions, as did everywhere, but they had, you know, stuff that, I mean, it, it, it's it's pretty recent that things just started to open back up for them. So, restaurants, bars, different types of entertainment venues, they got hit really hard across the industry, but, you know, in, in certain areas of the country, things got hit a little bit more harder, okay? Chicago was one of those places. And... Rich said, you know what, this was actually great for us because we closed down the dining room, right? Couldn't have anybody sitting in there. And now we didn't even bother opening it back up because we ended up having to buy more machinery to keep up with our online sales, which quadrupled during the quarantine. So not only did they kind of flourish during the quarantine, they also had this online business that, you know, 4X'd in a year, right? A, a Basically a year and, and some change in months. So that was really cool. Getting to learn about that and just, I don't know, you know, being an entrepreneur and having to pivot and being like, okay, now our core part of our business is not available to us. We can't have people come in and sit down. 
So what are we going to do? Well, they found a way to stay afloat and not only stay afloat and not only stay alive, but thrive. And they did. And I have a lot of respect for that. So I think that was a really cool part of it. And now they're like, you know what? Now, just to keep up with online demand for shipping this stuff out, we had to buy these new machines. And at this point, they're looking at um, different locations, somewhere bigger that could give them you know, the best of both worlds, that that dining space that they need to accommodate all the patrons, but also the machinery and the space needed for a kitchen that can, you know, churn out all of the, the pizzas that people around the country want. So that's really cool. You know, I love success stories like that, especially through COVID. Um, family business, you know, that just, that, that stuff's really cool to me. And Hearing him talk about it and the fact that we sat there and and he gave me like, you know, this encyclopedic knowledge of pizza and the history of it for an hour, you know, hour plus. Listening to him speak about this stuff and the passion in which and, and, and just like he probably had a smile on his face the entire time and it was just really, really a cool experience. So, and I mean, listen, the pizza itself, amazing, amazing. So I got to take a couple of my friends that live up in Chicago and the three of us went to the restaurant and we tried a couple of different pizzas. We had two signature deep dish pizzas. One was like a very Chicago style. It had like some mushrooms and some green peppers and sausage and pepperoni on it. And I got a personal Hawaiian pizza because I firmly believe that pineapples do belong on pizza. I know that one's a a hot take for some of you, but hey, I love pineapples on pizza, okay? It was fire. And then um, also, you know, Rich was like, hey, make sure you try the thin crust too because people really, really love our thin crust pizza. And so that one I got with... um, pepperoni and banana peppers and that was amazing so we got to try three different pizzas and it was fantastic man and I'm telling you what like there's pizza I can't even remember here's the thing is like he was asking me when's the last time you really sat down somewhere and had like real deal pizza and I'm thinking about it and I'm like you know what (laughs) this is terrible please don't hate me but like I think the last I don't know, the last probably 10 times I've had pizza, it's been from somewhere like Domino's or Pizza Hut or, you know, that's the thing, like, in Louisville, we have uh, Old Chicago, which is probably, like, people in Chicago probably laugh at Old Chicago, especially being in, like, Old Chicago and Kentucky. (laughs) Like, they probably laugh at that, like, oh, my God, that sounds awful, right? And it probably is, you know? But... There, there, there aren't like a lot of places that you can go and like, I don't know. I mean, I, I've had like Johnny Brusco's in Norton Commons, but that's New York style. You know, that's real thin. You get the flop. There are no really good places that do deep dish pizza in Louisville, at least that I've been to. So I'm trying to remember the last time that I've ha- even had it. And I'm like, dude, I think I was eight years old. Probably in third grade, we came up here for the Chicago Bears fan convention a long, long time ago, and we had some deep dish pizza then, but I was so young. I mean, I, I, you know, I can't remember what happened to me last week, let alone what the pizza was like when I was eight years old, you know, 21 years ago, right? Sat down, and I have not had a pizza experience like this. This was amazing. You definitely need to go and try it. 
And the great thing is if you go in there and say, hey, I ride with Benny T, or you can order online, then they're going to take 15% off of your order and you'll get hooked up. You'll get the Benny T special. So I absolutely recommend anybody doing that. It's amazing. If you're in Chicago, please go check out My Pie Pizza and tell them I ride with Benny T and uh, they're going to get you taken care of. So that was amazing. That was Wednesday. Um, I had done Soul Cycle in the morning. You know, I, I wanted to do Soul Cycle in the morning because I was like, hey, I want to get the vibes right. This is my first full day. Did Soul Cycle. Boom. Realized that I couldn't go online. Boom. Kind of spent the rest of the day walking around, meeting some people, pitching some people. Any of my new listeners, welcome. Happy to meet you guys. Um, sticking up some QR codes around Wrigleyville and different parts of the city. And then I went to My Pie Pizza and got to hang out with a couple of old friends. And that was my Wednesday. And so then Thursday, kind of same thing during the daytime. Walked around the loop. I handed out some cards. I, I put up some QR codes. And then I went to the heart of downtown and I went to Devil Dogs. And Devil Dogs, you know, if, if I, here's, here, look, here's real talk. I don't ever eat hot dogs. I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a hot dog. But I knew that coming to Chicago, that is one thing that you absolutely have to do. You have to have a Chicago dog. You know, you get the peppers and you get the tomatoes and you get the seeded bun and it's just this explosion of flavor in your mouth. You get the mustard. Now, I've been told, now here's the thing, I've been told that ketchup on a Chicago dog is a big no-no. But you guys know that I eat ketchup like I have a fetish for it, okay? I love ketchup. In fact, when I go somewhere like Five Guys, I get large lids, okay? I don't just get, like, if, if I had to fill up enough cups, like, the, that are the thimble size for me to have enough for my burger and fries or whatever I'm eating ketchup on, chicken sandwich, whatever, I would need, like, 50 cups. So I get, you know, a couple of large lids for drinks, turn them upside down, and just hold that ketchup nozzle down until that thing is just like a layer of goop. And I love it. And and I and I, I really do eat that much of ketchup. So ketchup on hot dogs, that's always been something that I've done. And I've told that's that's like not the unique way to do it. People in Chicago will laugh you out the door and be like, what is this fucking guy doing? Ketchup on a hot dog? So forgive me, apologies, but I did sneak a little bit of ketchup in there and have that. And I had it both ways. I had it without the ketchup too. But um, I got to try one of the Chicago dogs. I mean, it's a classic for a reason. And I also got the Polis sausage. It had peppers on it. It had sautéed onions that were just absolutely to die for. And uh, the, the Chicago dog, it had the pickles. It had the tomatoes. It had the onions. And then also what was really cool, they have a special sandwich called the Clucker. And they do chicken sandwiches, so it's a fried chicken sandwich. It came with spicy slaw, and it comes on a pretzel bun. And I'm like, man, I'm from Kentucky. I got to try the chicken sandwich here. All of it was just delicious. And I cannot believe this. <laughs> I cannot. I was hungry. I literally, I, 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 I seriously fasted going into these meals knowing that I just wanted I was about to eat a lot and I just wanted to be able to try everything so I literally fasted for both these meals and I crushed 
everything. I mean, the French fries that I got, the clucker sandwich, both the hot dog and the Polish sausage, I crushed it all. <laughs> I'm proud of that. I'm not proud of that. I don't know, but it was that good where I was just like, all right, well, it's only a couple more bites. I got to. I got. I got. I just got to keep going, man. So, thank you to the people at Devil Dogs that made that possible. Um, I, I really enjoyed getting to sit down, and that was cool because that one is right downtown in Chicago. They have multiple locations. They got a few different locations around the city. But after that, I walked around. I got to go to the Bean. I got some cool pictures of the Sears Tower. Met up with another friend that night. We went to a Nickelodeon pop-up bar, so I got a picture uh, of some Hey Arnold stuff that's up on Instagram, at BennyTomp18, if you want to see that. But I, I, I captioned that one as, Stoop Kid Ain't Never Afraid to Leave the Stoop. Classic Hey Arnold episode. But um, I just, I really enjoy my time. And then, that was Thursday. And then the next day, I got up and I went to go see my new friends at Fit Results down in the South Loop. They just opened up this new location at the beginning of June and it's got plenty of space for workouts. They do workouts that are circuit geared. They have some CrossFit movements in there, but it's it's you know, it's really more about functional fitness. Uh, we did a hell of a chest workout and kind of moved through different stations and it was great. I really enjoyed getting to meet one of the head coaches that I worked with and we got a she jumped in and we did a video on TikTok and after the workout I sat probably for 30 45 minutes and chopped it up with their owner Lou and told him a little bit about what I'm doing and and got a little bit of information about, you know, his fitness journey and being a, a you know, a, a powerlifter back in the day and then wanting to open up this gym and bring people together and have this place where you could go and just really get a good workout in and just be part of the neighborhood. And like that kind of stuff really resonates with me, you know, because as somebody that loves getting people together and creating places and vibes and, and environments where people feel comfortable coming and just being authentically themselves and having fun and working hard, like that stuff all really hits deep with me. And uh, Lou is a great guy, man. I mean, I finished up the workout and I, listen, I mean, somebody was literally like, man, you look like you jumped in Lake Michigan. I was dripping sweat, as I tend to do, but this was a beast workout, so I was just drenched. And I knew that I was about to go walk around downtown Chicago and then whenever I got done with that, I was going to head out, head back to Louisville on Friday, Friday night. And he was like, yo, do you want a shower? I mean, we got a shower in here. And I was like, you know what? That would be amazing. I don't have a towel, though. He's like, hey, hang on. I got you. Walks back there, gives me a towel, lets me shower. I mean, treated me like family, which was amazing. And if you go in there and tell him I ride with Benny T, I'm sure that he's going to treat you like family as well. And I, I just, again, I mean, couldn't have been a better dude. Couldn't have gotten a better workout. I mean, and, and it's just, it's it's cool to me that I'm able to do that kind of stuff. And, you know, at each turn, at each business that I went to, whether it was a restaurant or the gym, I got to meet with these small business owners and talk about their business and, and how they endured throughout COVID and the quarantine and why they wanted to open their business in the first place and like where their love and their passion for whatever they're they're doing comes from. Like that stuff really just, it's cool to me. And so 
each time that I got to go and visit, I got one of those experiences where I'm sitting with somebody and just kind of really interviewing them on on their business, right? Just an informal interview, but just getting a feel for who they are and what makes them tick. And like, I really just had a great time doing all that kind of stuff. And in that sense, yeah, the trip to Chicago was a major success in that here's another example of me talking about being this influencer and, and, and a brand ambassador and somebody that businesses would want to partner with and do sponsorships with. And like, I did that. You know, I reached out to businesses, I got them lined up, I executed. And I hope that anybody in Chicago has listened to this and, 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 and has been curious enough. And if you need any proof, go check out what I posted on Instagram at BennyTomp18 or on TikTok at BennyTomp18 or on <laughs> uh, the other Instagram account at RealTalkWBennyT. Like, go see for yourself. Like, these places are legit. You should go to them and you should tell them I ride with Benny T. They're going to get you taken care of, my friends. But I just, you know, it was a success in that those all went really well. And I really feel like I connected with each one of those places and those people, which is what drives great businesses is the people. And so getting to do that was amazing. Now, was it a success in that I also got to connect and, and do that with writers and make money and have lots of stories and content to come back on this Uber Story Chicago episode and, and replay back to you? No. But was it a great trip? Did I get to do some really cool things? Did I enjoy the fact that it was kind of like a, at the beginning of the week, I was like, all right, this is going to be great. I'm working the whole time. And I still did work, you know, all that stuff that I just talked about. I'm working it like that is work, you know, client dinners, entertaining clients. That is work. You know, people laugh at that, but it's like, hey, you know, that you got to be on, right? But at some point I just said, okay, well, outside of those then I'm going to transition this into kind of more of a, a leisure couple of days, uh, a solo birthday trip, and just enjoy the city of Chicago. So after I got done with that workout, that's when I went down to uh, go see Navy Pier. Go, I, I, I ended up walking a few miles around the city. I mean, I started, uh, Lou gave me a great taco place recommendation. So I went down there, it was right by the water, had a great lunch, and then I walked all the way down to Navy Pier, and then I cut up the Chicago River, and I just went around slapping QR codes for the show on all different kinds of places that, that people would, would be hanging out down there. And uh, it was a success. It was a success. I love Chicago. I can't wait to go back. I wish that I would have known. Okay, or that any of these people from Uber would have bothered to say, hey, Chicago, can't drive there. Makes no sense, but I digress. I digress. Next week is, um, I am, uh, I'm, I'm not going to have an episode lined up for next week. I don't have Uber stories. I'm going on a trip. I'm going to go see my girlfriend out at the Grand Canyon, and then we're actually, I'm flying into Phoenix, and then we're heading up to Denver, and we're going to spend the rest of the week hanging out and I'm going to help her by, she just bought a new car, which is pretty fucking awesome. Big girl purchase. She's really hyped about that. I can't wait to be in the front seat of that cruising, cruising with my beeves and uh, just enjoying it. We're going to go camping. 
We wanted to go to uh, Kygo's doing a performance at Red Rocks Amphitheater, but the tickets ended up being so outrageously expensive. I'm talking like over $220 a pop. So we just decided, you know, we're just going to go do some cool Denver shit. I've never been to Denver, so I'm really, really excited to be there and, and get to see her and spend some quality time together. And then um, I'm going to be driving her car back across the country so that it can be here and... Um, you know, her family can use it and sell it or whatever they're going to do with it. But she needed a way to get that car back to uh, where she lives. And so I'm flying out and then I'm going to take her car and road trip back from Denver. So because of that, I will not be back in time before Wednesday to tape a new episode. I have Uber stories lined up, I, I but not enough to make a full episode with them. I might just put out something that says, hey, sorry for the wait, but um, I, I'm not going to have uh, any Uber stories lined up next week. So bear with me. We'll have regular content rolling back in a couple of weeks. I'm, I am going to do something that just says, hey, guys, sorry for the wait. You know, I'll be back next week. Really short, really brief, but just something so that I don't have a lapse in, in content and a week goes by where you don't hear from me. But that's what we got coming up. Email me your Uber stories, realtalkwbenet at gmail.com. I definitely want to get that segment rolling. And life advice. Send me your life advice submissions. We'll get that segment rolling. So email all that stuff to me. DM me wherever you want to send it. Do that. And uh, I'm looking forward to reading some of those and then coming on the episode and doing that segment. So everybody be well. I will uh, talk to you guys next week and have regular Uber stories content very soon, my friends, very soon. But just bear with me, keep riding with me, and uh, we'll get the show back on the road. That's all I got. Everybody be well. I'll talk to you soon. I am Ben Tompkins. That's Real Talk.